Hello everyone, welcome back to the Bloom Podcast. It is your host, Akuna, and today I have the amazing honor to interview Megan O'Connor. She's a YouTuber and she's an Instagrammer who has amazing content and knows the ropes of being a creator on Instagram and on YouTube. And with her past of, you know, being on YouTube for so long, I feel like it was just appropriate for her to be on here and for me to ask questions that can help you and me in future dates. So I just want to say thank you, Megan, for being on the podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast episode everyone my name is Akuna Okonkwo and I'm the host of the Bloom podcast this podcast is for the next generation of strong-minded people who want to up their game and take their dreams into their own hands so relax and enjoy this episode Hello everyone, I just wanted to quickly come here before you guys enter the actual podcast episode and tell you that there is a tiny bit of um, technical difficulties just like once or twice in this podcast episode and that is just like little scratches. I really, really apologize. This one was beyond my, like I couldn't fix it so I really am sorry but I really hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode and please like it up and yeah, I love you guys so much. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bloom Podcast. It is your host, Akuna O, and today I have the amazing honor of interviewing Megan O'Connor. Hi, Megan. Hi. I'm so excited that you're on the podcast. Like, I just feel so happy because I've checked your Instagram and your YouTube, and you just fit with all the questions that I have and what my audience asks. Is, so, I'm really happy that you're on here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. My first podcast ever, and I can't wait. <laughs> I know. You guys, uh, you should really, like, hype up this podcast because I feel like it's going to be a banger. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but before I always, like, before I start my initial questions or the questions that I have for you, I always ask, like, questions that are fun, I guess. So I just want to ask, do you listen to podcasts? And if you do, what type? Okay. So I have, I listen to podcasts so often like I like them better for music especially because I get to commute from like home to school yeah like if I'm just like coming home from college whatever like it's like a two-hour drive wow. um so I listen to what we said with JC Marie and Chelsea I love them that's mm. like my, my favorite I think yeah um and then the views podcast by David <laughs> Dobrik is also really funny so I like that one those are probably my top two yeah I think. Me, I don't, like, I just listen, as I said before, like, I've always listened to just regular, like, I feel motivational, girl bossy, like, podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, if I if I had to have, like, a fun-ish type of uh, podcast episode, it'd be, like, Gals on the Go. Like, they're, like, you know, Oh, a I bit. love Gals on the Go. Oh, yeah, we love Danielle, we love Brooke, like, <laughs> yes. But, yeah. yeah, they have, like, the girl boss and that, like, have a sense with it but they also like are fun and have like a more chill vibe right so yeah totally um so do you go on tiktok or anything i spent hours on tiktok especially with this whole quarantine thing going on i spent like literally probably four hours a day i like tracked my um like what my like watch time on my phone my screen time oh my god and it's literally like four or five hours a day it's ridiculous like sometimes you don't even realize like how longer on there it's only like 10 second clips but like they don't show you the timestamp. this is my theory but they don't show you the like the timestamp, so you cannot like check on yourself like oh what time it is and you just get stuck in the like cycles it's oh like, totally i'm just like wow i just spent an hour 
Like I, th- I will think it's ten I minutes, know. but it's actually an hour. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's so addicting. And I think I've literally turned my workouts into just TikTok dances. I'm like, oh, I just did TikTok dances oh for two hours. Like I don't so need to work true. out. <laughs> when I learn a new dance on TikTok, like I'm, my hands are like, because I'm like a cheerleader, so I'm really like used to being like um mm-hmm. sharp so when i'm like doing the dances like my arms are hurting and i'm like my heart rate is up and i'm like oh so this was a workout so i know my like sweating checked off. yes oh my god oh yeah. gosh we just i mean it's a good thing now because like people can work out as well because you're learning the dances and people are just like using their boredom into some type of creativity so i mean totally i think we can make fun of tiktok all we want to but tiktok's it looks the greatest thing ever yes <laughs> yes like for a moment like last this time last year i thought like oh my god like music because it still was called musically it didn't change officially to tiktok and i was like right. oh my gosh i remember when like in 2016 everybody was on there like the carol uh, carly charlie d'amelio now was baby ariel back then and i was like oh my right. gosh like, yeah life has really changed but totally. it's crazy um but yeah i know that a lot of my listeners like listen to like or watch tiktoks i mean like who can't like especially during this time right you just feel you so cannot... bored like you just yeah you can't just say no i don't send it to um tiktoks or anymore or something like that because i remember people will say oh i don't like tiktok like it's so cringy blah 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 but then now they're like oh my gosh i love tiktok like where was i and this is like yeah yeah but yeah we love we just stand a tiktok nation we stand being creative and like some people don't think <laughs> that they're helping others but when your video was interesting or like funny it just helps with people who are just like stuck yeah. on just thinking about the corona like they can think about other things as well so yeah i think tiktok's definitely a really good distraction right now yeah it is <laughs> um so yeah we're going to get into the questions so my first question is who are you and what do you do so hi i'm megan <laughs> um, i do um like fashion and lifestyle content on um youtube and then also instagram and tiktok and twitter my main would be youtube mm-hmm. um so i've been making videos since the summer before my freshman year in high school and I'm a sophomore a second semester sophomore in college now Mm -hmm. so going on six years which is crazy yeah Yeah. 2014 to like almost 2020 yeah um so it's crazy um so yeah I've been doing content creating for for a while um but yeah fashion stuff and then now it's kind of transitioned more into like lifestyle and vlogs and that kind of thing yeah like for me I started watching your Oh my gosh, my first video was when you did a collab with um, Heather Elise. Was that oh, I love Heather, yeah. Yeah, so I, and I loved watching her videos. I was like, oh, who's her? Because you guys did a collab. And I was like, oh, and I checked you out. I was like, right. it's almost like, not a similar content, but you guys have the similar like uh, aesthetic vibe. And I'm like, oh. yeah, we definitely have similar vibes. Yeah, for so sure. I'm like, of course I'm going to subscribe. And I subscribed, and I've been obsessed since. So. Oh, yay. <laughs> so my next question is, how did you start your YouTube channel? Um, so I was just really bored and I always like growing up would sit like in my room and like if I was doing my makeup, I'd be like, oh, like, hey guys, like welcome back to my channel. Like I'm doing my makeup and yeah. whatever. And that was when I was in like fifth grade, like sixth grade. Yeah. Um, cause I just watched Juicy Star 07. She was oh. like totally way back OG. I don't even know if she makes videos anymore. Um, and, like, I didn't even really know YouTube, like, was a thing. I just like, would happen to go on YouTube and see her videos, and then I would 
binge them and like make weird videos like that yeah and then probably around like seventh or eighth grade I found like Aspen Ovard and Meredith Foster and uh Bethany Moda I was like wait this is a thing like people like make videos and this like consistently and like they're like the same like type of videos and I should like do this like Mm -hmm. I want to do this and my whole eighth grade year was spent like convincing my mom to like let me get a channel um and she's like no 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 like you have to focus on school like blah 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 and then when I was in when I left middle school and it was the summer she was like okay like there's no really I can't really fight anymore like you're not in school I can't tell you to focus on school so I guess go for it yeah um and I started you know from there so yeah. You were, you watched all these YouTubers when they're, like, little fetuses, and, like, Ashton now, Truly. she has, like, a whole mother, and I'm, like, I, I don't know. know. It hasn't oh, clicked crazy. to I've me. I've been watching her since she was a senior in high school. Dang. So crazy. She's, like, a mom now. When did she meet her husband? I'm so confused. Like, did they meet her they, in high school? They met in high school, oh. so I'm, a, I'm an expert on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was watching them before they were even, like, together together. Like, when I first started watching Aspen, it was, like her and Parker were like oh are they dating like oh and she's like no we're not <gasps> dating but we're like oh you guys are de- definitely dating oh and gosh. then they started dating like a couple months into like when I started watching her in uh, high school and then oh my gosh. yeah so it's crazy to watch them go from yes. like not dating to dating to, to married parents. to parents yeah that's so crazy cool. okay well the power of YouTube I am right <laughs> Um, my next next question is, how would you describe your YouTube videos as, like, what do you, what do you put it, like, what category do you think it is? Um, I definitely think fashion lifestyle, um, Mm. it's definitely strayed from fashion a little bit more, like, it used to be, like, very much, like, fashion based, (laughs) yeah, and I think we've now, like, kind of, I, just because, like, the way that YouTube's evolved and the way mm-hmm. that my audience has changed, I do more, um, like, lifestyle content. Yeah. Um, but, like, I just posted a fashion lookbook, so I definitely still love doing fashion stuff, but I think that now, like, lies more on my Instagram, mm-hmm. um, just because of the, I feel like, I don't know, like, the nature of YouTube's changed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it ha- definitely has, from, yeah. like, the oversaturated videos to now everybody just being chill. Like, I feel like Emma Chimelin, like, well, she's the biggest person on youtube that everybody talks about her like changing the culture on youtube yeah i think like emma and like hannah malone and like um ellie thuman like all of Mm -hmm. them kind of made other creators like want to start making stuff and even like up-and-coming creators who really like them started making content and they grew really fast so i think that it's definitely like they kind of started a new wave of, of youtube for sure yeah like um i remember before like I used to be obsessed with Emma. I don't really watch her videos. I'm still subscribed to her, but I really don't watch her videos. But, like, I remember I used to be obsessed with just how, like, carefree she was. And I always threw deuces in the air. Like, I didn't care. Like, I was just ugh, a diehard. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why am I acting like that? Like, I remember all my videos from, like, 7th, 8th grade were all of me, like, acting like Emma. Like, zooming in on my face and, like, being sarcastic. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's hard, though. Like, when you're, like, watching somebody so much, it's hard mm-hmm. to, like, not slightly mimic what yeah. they're doing because like that's all you're like consuming like all the content so yeah I remember like not only with Emma like even when I watch like my favorite YouTubers like Emma McDonald like that whole gang with Arlen Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and I remember like I like wear an outfit I'm like so this is my outfit I do this all the time and I feel like it's therapeutic in some way because I just talk like on a YouTube video all the time and I don't know why it's just like a habit now from like 2015 of me watching YouTube like hey everyone this is my video like Oh, yeah. yeah, and I feel like if someone <laughs> saw me like 
like me alone they're like what is this girl talking about is she no yeah yeah totally (laughs) but yeah i do that all the time but you know we just gotta love the influence of youtube so yes um so my next question is how long does it take you to make a youtube video from like when you get the idea to when you post it so it's definitely become like less structured like i think as my content has changed like i said Mm -hmm. um so it takes less time to plan and just like more time to film because what i used to do is i would like sit down like plan out videos like shot by shot okay we're gonna do this diy this diy this diy and like this is like the different angles i want to get and then we'd have to like go to like target and like get with supplies and come back and sit down and just like shoot it um, over like a couple hours Mm -hmm. but now it's more like i come up with an idea and then i kind of do like a rough like overdraft of like kind of the yeah. flow of the video like i want to make sure that i include this in this but like it's not like a strict yeah like shot by shot type of thing um but then it like takes me like a whole day or a whole week to film it if it's more like a vlog or like a week-long challenge mm, okay um, yeah and, right and then i edit for god i don't know like eight hours i'm trying to think of like what it would be if i just like sat down one full day and edited oh it probably would be like eight to ten hours that's so long i get really like nitpicky like once Mm. i've been on it for a couple hours i'm like oh i need to like barely change the saturation or this lighting up a little bit or like change the tone of green like i don't know i get really weird about it after i've been on for so long and i'm like oh well i might as well just like make it perfect even though that ends up being just it looks exactly the same as what it was like (laughs) two three hours ago um but it gives you the same yeah but, you know, um, I think that overall, I would say just, I don't know, it definitely varies. Yeah. But that's, like, kind of my process. I feel like the YouTube videos back then, I always refer to, like, the YouTube videos back then. It's like, you had to, like, go to Target and get, like, like um, DIYs or stuff. Because like, yeah. it was either a DIY video or an advice video and you wanted to have props and all that stuff. Right. So it was, of course, like, almost like, not a movie, but, like, almost like a movie drafting thing and then now people just literally pick up their phone or their camera and vlog their day and then that's it so it has changed I feel like there's rarely like youtubers who still have the same content of like 2015 I don't know what her name is Cassie Diamond I mean I feel like that's her just her style but like I fight yeah I think the thing is too you can definitely tell like Cassie probably stayed the closest to Mm -hmm. um like that kind of like saturated type but she's definitely become like more chill oh like, yeah you yeah. know what I mean yeah and like it's crazy because like I'm fairly close like not close but like I'm friends with Cassie like I know her through Brian and like um whatever like, you can definitely tell like her just like personality kind of fit really well with that yeah. and then now as she's grown her content is like more mature but like it's still it still has like, that vibe. a little bit of that like super yeah. colorful vibe but yeah yeah I think I everybody's like changed yeah. yeah I think um you know like as you grow up like your, your audience grows up we were just talking mm-hmm. about aspen and like i was in like sixth grade and she was a senior in high school and now i'm like a sophomore in college and she's a mom like yeah. married with crazy kid. so um yeah like you i think people recognize like i'm growing up my audience is growing up the mm-hmm. things people want to watch are changing so like i'm you just kind of have to flow go yeah. with the flow and that's really important for anyone listening. Like, you need to realize that your audience is also changing with you. Let's say if you had, you've just started your brand, maybe in the next five years, if you're still uploading the same type of content, I feel like it's just going to be, like, 
um, maybe boring for some people who are been like subscribed to you for so long, but knowing that they're maturing with you is just a big like sit down moment. Yeah, just asking about your brand. Yeah, right. Because like that like almost gives you the freedom to make whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. Because there's always people like who there you don't you're like viewers from five years ago aren't gonna want to see the yeah. same content. Like you don't yeah. have that pressure of always wanting to make the same stuff. Yeah, so that is good because I feel like some people they hear from other YouTubers like oh my gosh like. I work so hard on my content. So when they, like, start there, it's like, oh, I work so hard on my content. And I understand for, like, small bloggers or small influencers or small YouTubers that it's hard to, like, grow your YouTube channel. But also, you also, Mm -hmm. like, people subscribe to you because they love your videos. So I feel like whatever video you put and you put your best foot forward, you're fine, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... My next question is for the many listeners asking, because I know a lot of them ask, um, do you know or, like, how do you know your video style? Like, how do you differentiate, different, differentiate, oh my gosh, yourself from others? <laughs> um, this, like, set yourself um, away from the crowd. Yeah, so I think that it's, like, super important to just, like, start off making the content like you like making. Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, there's, like, this pressure to find this, like, big, unique thing. Like, Emma kind of created her own style. Yeah. Um, But if you, like, watch her first videos, they weren't like oh, that, no. you know? They were yeah. very much not what we think of like as Emma Chamberlain yeah I think that's just like you have to give yourself time to naturally find your style so I think Mm -hmm. obviously as you're watching like so many YouTube videos and whatever you're gonna pick up little things from everybody you've watched um that you like yeah and that'll kind of become your content and so if you watch my first videos like it literally looks Mm -hmm. like I was trying so hard to be (laughs) Bethany Oda because I was like I'm not (laughs) I totally was um but then, like, as I started to, like, come into my own and find out things that I enjoyed filming and what I enjoyed editing and, like, that kind of thing and, like, even watched other YouTubers to pull things that I liked from their content. Yeah. Um, I, like, found my own style through that. So you definitely have to start from somewhere. Like, you don't have to start the same way somebody else does, but, like, that's personally how it was for me. And I think a lot of other people yeah. can relate to that. Yeah. Um, like, my friend Caroline, like, literally, like, if you watch some of her videos, she is the most, like outgoing person like she's not quiet she doesn't have this like <sighs> yoga vibe yeah but um she like in her first couple of videos was like loved danielle marie so she was like hey guys i'm out on my balcony with my <laughs> cup of coffee like it's a beautiful morning and i'm like caroline what like that is not you <laughs> but like she loved making that type of content and then yeah. she definitely realized she's like wait well like what if, this is not me yeah and then her she still like kept some of the things from like that that she liked but mm-hmm. um she just gradually found her own style so I think that it's just it's just something that comes over time yeah like when you're your when you're yourself on the internet I feel like more people will subscribe to you or let's say you first started off like not really knowing and that's fine you learn and all that stuff but like if you can continue to stay that way and people obviously know that you don't act that way because like there's some people that have channels like just the sole purpose of exposing people for like acting different behind camera you know yeah and I feel like when you act yourself more people are just gonna feel drawn to you because you're just being authentic and genuine in your videos yeah so. people are definitely drawn to like yeah. authenticity for sure and Especially you can tell now. when somebody's not being real oh exactly. yeah you can see that so quick I don't know how but like now it's like we don't they don't mess with that they want to see the real you and they want to enjoy your videos and not like feel like they're being Cause some people like hate when like they're influencers and the influencers lie because they want to have money like the whole James Charles like whole drama right it's yeah. like similar to that so like you don't want to break their internet trust let me just say it that way <laughs> but yeah, yeah definitely 
So my next question is, what is a collaboration or a collab, and how is that beneficial to your channel? So <clears throat> a collab, I think, has like definitely changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it um, – the way that I used to do them, like when I did collabs, I actually remember like the last time I did a collab video. <laughs> um, but it's like you would like sit down, like when you do like sit-down videos and you're interviewed, you're like, by the way, this video is like a collab with my friend Heather, and um, she made a video similar to this one. So if you want to go check it out, like I'll have her link like in my description box. Yeah. Um, so like you would upload the video like at the same – time um mm-hmm. on the same day and then you both have like morning routines you both have night routines or yeah like one time I did a huge one where we all did like Disney related videos oh yeah 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 I remember that yeah like me and Heather's was but we both did um Disney videos I think and yeah. that one was fun because it was actually in person I think in-person collabs are definitely oh yeah um like way more fun to me because you're really getting to like collaborate with somebody on mm-hmm. something yeah. um as opposed to like just sharing your audiences which I think is like the benefit mm-hmm. to a collab is you're getting to expose your audience to um another channel and then their audience is coming to your channel yeah um so it's like a really good opportunity for cross promotion because even if you both have like 2,000 subscribers your 2,000 subscribers are not going to be the same so you'll yeah. gain like <clears throat> a good amount of followers or viewers and it just opens up a new audience which I think is awesome yeah um yeah, those are always really fun. And then I think now collabs are definitely more of, like, let's make a TikTok together <laughs> and, like, learn a TikTok dance and do it together. Yeah. Um, or even you used to pull a duet thing, like, on mm. um, TikTok, sure. which I think is just definitely something that's just, like, evolved. And um, I'm still learning about, so yeah. I don't necessarily know for sure, but I think that, like, on TikTok collabs are, like, you – they do even, like, the musicals on TikTok. Oh, Yeah like oh audition for my tiktok musical and then like you post a video singing with that hashtag and then they like put together like a little mini musical which is so cool (laughs) um or just like even like acting collab like when somebody posts a pov and then you duet it and like oh yeah the other half of the pov so like that's i think now like a modern collab i think a little bit but um yeah no it's just i think collabs are a really good way to um connect with people and make friends because Mm -hmm. obviously you guys are both content creators and so it's like a different way to connect yeah um and then you can grow your audiences at the same time yeah like um first I have a little quick question because I remember when I watched the whole like your collab with Heather and yourself about the Disney mm-hmm. and I know like some some of your subscribers are listening how was hard how hard was it recording because I feel like some people are like, oh my gosh, you're looking at me while you're at Disney Channel. I said Disney Channel. <laughs> Disney. Um, <laughs> like, did you feel awkward? Like, I feel like, because you guys were really out there yeah. a little bit. But, like, it was also, I, like, good hacks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think I totally have, like, just to not care. <laughs> just, like, don't make eye contact and nobody's going to look at you. Um, I, yeah, I think you have to just totally adapt the mindset of, like, literally whatever. Like, oh well. Um, and when a lot of people at Disney are taking pictures on big cameras, like, of their, just documenting their vacation, so it may look a little bit weird, but there's also so many people People. that you don't really, you can't really tell, like, what's going on, Yeah. and to me, I'm like, okay, this person gave me a weird look, but honestly, I could care less, like, they're not gonna say anything to me, like, it's whatever, (laughs) um, honestly, I feel like doing stuff in, like, only, like, half busy places where like where there's less people mm-hmm. but still some people can mm-hmm. be more awkward yeah 
awkward, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Disney's just so crowded, like, yeah. everybody's kind of doing their own thing. If I'm in, like, the aisle in Target with one other person, I'm not going to pull out my camera to vlog, because that's yeah. just so uncomfortable. I'll yeah. just make sure I'm alone. But then again, if I'm, like, walking to the middle of Target, I don't even care. And I'm, like, camera high in the air. And I'm, like, hey, guys, so I'm in Target. Like, you, it's definitely something you, again, you have to, like, kind of learn and um, Be get more comfortable with it. But also just know, like nobody really cares that much like yeah most people are just like doing their own thing they might give you a weird glance but like oh well <laughs> you're not gonna see them again at the end of the day like if right, you exactly. do you do yeah but like and also like with youtube now i actually realized i don't really see a lot of youtubers per se do collabs like i do i see them do yeah. a lot of sponsorships but not collabs anymore which is kind of weird yeah I think people will, I think people will do like sit down collabs or like mm, film yeah. a video together. But again, like videos have changed so much that now it's just like, oh yeah, you're in the background of my vlog. Wow. You know, because like it's definitely less of like a planned out content. Yeah, planned out content. Makes yeah. Sense. Um. So my next question is, how do you connect with your subscribers and your followers on your different platforms? Um. So I think the biggest thing is to like spread yourself out over a bunch of different platforms so you can Mm -hmm. reach more people um I think that I try to be like the most authentically like myself that I can so when I'm watching when people watch me they feel like they know me already a little bit Mm -hmm. um but obviously like when you're filming a YouTube video that's only like maybe five to ten minutes out of my day Mm -hmm. um it's definitely easier with vlogs to like connect with people but I really like Instagram stories um oh, yeah I feel like those are the most like in the moment like you film it you post it and that's it mm-hmm. um where people can respond to them right away and I can you know almost in real time um respond to them I definitely wish they're doing more like live videos that way you can fully in real time just like sit down oh, yeah. and have a conversation yeah um but I think there's like Twitter even as like a very informal platform mm-hmm. um and so you just have to find like where your audience and you can like chat and then that's where you kind of can connect a little bit more mm-hmm. um on a more I think Instagram um stories and then like Twitter yeah are probably the best way yeah um I think TikTok might be the most um like the platform where you can't really connect as much because no. like but you can like make doing, we have fun like a fun connection right with them. definitely yeah. but like you definitely need to go to like instagram or twitter to like see who a person really is because yeah. on tiktok you can do dances and um you know make like meme videos and um you can do like acting like povs but then yeah. you don't really get to see like what that person's like really you know yeah um like, there's one girl who, like, does POVs, and she posted a video talking. I was like, whoa, that's your voice? Like, I had no idea that's what you were going to sound like. Oh, my God, um, that's so true. You know, so I think that YouTube, you even see, like, TikTok creators, like, going to YouTube a little bit. Yeah. So they can vlog and have this, like, longer content where you can connect with people more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's a very, like, kind of long, rambly answer. But I think you just have to find a platform where um, you feel like you can communicate with your audience. Yeah. Like, more, like... I feel Personal. like yeah. I feel like when you are recording a pod or a podcast, oh my gosh, when you are <laughs> like collabing or like um having that one on one like conversations with your followers, like you just become like you just know that like what you're doing is right and like people actually mm-hmm. love what you're watching and all that stuff. So it's just like okay, like at least someone like it doesn't have to be everybody that's like your content. Like at least someone like actually feels influenced and loves your videos and watches your videos all the time and like hypes you up like that is something so rare sometimes but when you do find those relationships is through being engaged with your followers and your subscribers um on like 
a weekly basis. It doesn't have to be every day because I know some people are like, their DMs are just full and they can't like respond to everything. But just taking the time to at least talk to someone, they know that you're not being like closed right. off, you know, like they're yeah, approachable. Exactly. So yeah. So my next question is like, who do you get your inspiration from? Because your style, like I love her style. You guys really check her um, YouTube channel and her Instagram. It's going to be in the show notes, but like it's so like bright, but it's not like someone else's. Like she knows like her thing. So like who do you get your inspiration from? Um, I think right now my like top inspo definitely comes from JC Marie. I just like love her. <laughs> I love her home decor. I love her video style. They're so funny. Like I don't know if you've ever watched her YouTube no, videos, I've but never. it's so cool because they're these like really high quality, like aesthetically pleasing vlogs. But yeah. then her husband Lath edits them and he puts in like the funniest edits. They're <laughs> hilarious. I think he's the funniest person. So I that's where I've been really pulling a lot of inspiration from where like I can still have, like, the aesthetically pleasing, nicely filmed videos that I really enjoy to make. Yeah. But then I can also, you know, make them funny and relatable and, like, personable, which is what I want to, like, engage and connect to my viewers with. Yeah. Um, so I definitely pull a lot of inspiration from her. She's also just, like, the ultimate girl boss. They have, like, she does photography and videography, and she does YouTube and Instagram posts, like, at least once a day, if not oh more. Gosh. Like, the coolest content. Um, and then she has her own podcast and, um, she just, I feel like is doing a million other things, which is just so cool. Um, and then I also, I still really like Aspen Obart. I love her. Like (laughs) just the fact that she's a mom and she like has a clothing store and like all that kind of stuff I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, so, but I think JC Marie is probably like my top, um, Jason, her is Jason Marie? JC Marie. So it's J-A-C-I Marie. Because I'm like, actually, okay, so her name is J.C. Marie Smith on YouTube? Yes. I've never seen her content before, but actually, like, now looking at, like, the thumbnails and stuff, and her profile picture actually looks really good. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to watch her videos after this. And, like... Yeah, you have to. She's <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, so my next question is, well, also, before I get to the next question, I feel like for you, like, you can't just, like, say, like, oh, like, I don't like Aspen's videos anymore. I feel like you're just, like, an OG subscriber. Is this never going to oh, leave? Totally. Is this, like, you're going to be the number one, like, supporter right there? Like, it's so cool sometimes <laughs> yes. as a subscriber to, like, be subscribed to, like, some YouTubers from when they're, like, really small to when they're really big. And you feel so happy for them. Like, you're proud of them. Right. It's, it's like, like, a weird, like, sense of pride. Like, yes. Like, oh, yes, go. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was an OG sus- subscriber. Like, I was there before, like, all you guys saw her being, like, you know, viral yeah. and all that stuff. This is, like, a That nice... totally goes to prove, like, if you, um, like, if you create a good rapport with your viewers and you find these, you, like, create a very good, like, loyal fan base. Like, yeah. Aspen now makes videos about, like, her baby and, like, oh, how much it actually costs to, like, have a baby yeah. and, like, like, things you need, like, if you're going to the hospital to have a baby. I'm, like, I'm not having a baby anytime soon, <laughs> but am I still watching this full video? Yes. That's because, guess, that's like, because you love her. It just Right. You just can't not. Like, you just can't not support. Like, for me, right. I was subscribed to, I don't know if you ever seen her videos or TikToks, but her name is Caroline Manny. And she is, like, she's my age, I think. And she started with, like, a thousand. I subscribed to her before a thousand subscribers in 2018. Mm-hmm. And now she just hit a million. Like, she grew really, really fast. And That's I've, crazy. I've never been so proud, so happy in my life. And I'm like, wow, like I'm an OG. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's insane. Like, I know. It's just like, 
yes and sometimes i'm in the comments like bragging like yeah like i was i was there before she was like like i've been there yeah (laughs) been there done that like (laughs) but yeah um my next question is since you're a college student because you've talked about your Mm -hmm. second semester sophomore college yes how do you balance your private life school and social media it's definitely something i'm working on (laughs) i um was my first semester was really hard because i think throughout high school I was taking like all these AP classes and um it was for whatever reason really easy for me to balance everything I think it just came naturally to me yeah um it may have helped that everything was you know super structured like you were at school from like seven to three and that was like school time and then Mm -hmm. you came home and I could like do like YouTube and fun stuff and then do homework also but um for me it's really been hard for my first semester of college, because I had done so well and so had things had come easier in high school, I was like, oh, I can, you know, take five classes instead of the four that I recommended. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I'll, I'll do it. It's good. And then I was like, whoa, this is not what I like, <laughs> like, thought slow I was going to do. <laughs> yeah, I think it wasn't even like the workload was too much. It's I realized I was taking classes that I really just like did not like. Yeah. Um, like, so for your whole like first couple years or first two years you're taking like your general education classes and I was like I already graduated high school why am I still doing this like I thought like I go to college and like I get to learn the stuff that I want to learn yeah and it was totally not the case so I was like sitting in a three-hour lecture about astronomy oh my gosh and I was no. like what am I doing and I would be sitting in there and I was like I could be at home like filming a YouTube video right now like hanging out with my friends and I was like this is just so annoying but then I would have like my lecture for um my advertising class which I love and I was like so engaged having so much fun in it like learning so much and so I kind of realized like in my major specific classes I enjoy taking them in person and like I would I was happy to go to campus to go take my or like take classes and learn and do the homework yeah um but then I was like but if I'm taking like astronomy or voting methods or like those like basic like history classes stuff like that that I um I'm not as interested in I have to take them online because I can do them on my own time mm-hmm. um so that's really helped me a lot because I've been able to now um you know almost like make my schedule completely mm. by myself so like yeah. right now I have classes on Tuesdays so I've I think like, the best way for me is to block out completely different days for different parts of my life mm-hmm. like where I just like focus in yeah so like Tuesdays are the days that I do school because I go to class and then I go to a coffee shop and like do all of my online work for the week yeah and then I literally just don't have, I don't have to think about it for the rest of the week which is so nice yeah <laughs> um and then like Wednesdays are my filming days and Thursdays are my days that I edit my videos to go up on Saturdays um and then like Monday and Friday I do work for um like my actual job that I have mm-hmm. um and so that's like I think the easiest way for me to kind of like time block things out and then on the weekends I get to do stuff with my friends yeah um you know so it's really nice that I've had the luxury of being able to literally say like day by day like completely separate things yeah that's what's worked for me um yeah I, ha- I can't let things like blend together too much because I get super overwhelmed with all mm-hmm. of it like I'm bouncing back and forth same. and like editing and sending emails and then trying to yes. do a homework assignment the same day I was like that does not work yeah I have to like definitely like compartmentalize and completely separate yeah my life like for me um I like we have online school too so I have online school mm-hmm. and this is also like really weird for me because like when I get free time I want to work like for like the brand and for the blog and all that stuff right so I'm like 
overwhelmed like I had almost a whole meltdown on like Wednesday I was like so I was trying to edit the podcast episode I was trying to do all this promote and then I was trying to do my schoolwork and I'm like that's our person that like I will start something but I'll never finish it so then I have like right. to, like finish this finish that on my to-do list and I'm like all over yeah, the place it's a lot right it's a lot so I need to like like for me I can't do like work all day like if I had like a whole day to just do schoolwork because I'm gonna feel like weird and like feel like I had to respond and like be on point with like being reliable because I really want to build that reliability and that trust between like this my clients or people or guests on the mm-hmm. podcast so I'm like always telling myself I don't know if I respond to this but I also know yeah. that, like I have an essay to write in the back of my mind so it's just like right a lot yeah it's, it's not a, a good feel- sure. it's not a good feeling for people like me like I really like school just because my workload was like separated but now yeah. that I have like all my classes because I have eight classes which is not a lot but like the amount of work no, they're that's giving a lot, you, right yeah and the amount of work they're giving you was just like <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself like just I pushed through honestly because I know yeah. like by the summertime I'm not even gonna think about this that much so I'm just right like, exactly so through. just yeah, definitely. <laughs> Summer is my motivation right now. Let me just say it that it's way. <laughs> um, so my next question is, how do you correlate your Instagram with your YouTube channel? Because they're like really similar. How do you do that? Yeah, I think it just comes from like staying kind of true to your vibe a little bit, you know? Yeah. So obviously there's like a color palette that I really like. Um, and so I stick to that with my videos. But then that also goes over to like my presets on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um. And then also, like, when I'm posting a YouTube video, um, I, like, promote it. I post a picture on Instagram to promote it. A lot of the times that video or that picture, like, is um, something that I took while I was filming that video, you know? Yeah. Um, so it definitely is just, like, a, just like a vibe thing. I don't know. I yeah. think that I've, like, just said, like, it's a vibe. But, it's, a, it's a vibe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you're finding, like, the stuff that you enjoy making, and that mm-hmm. kind of transfers over to all of your different platforms. Like, yeah. I'm trying right now to figure out how to make that work on TikTok. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like, you had to really sit down, like, on TikTok. Because it's, like, I'm on, like, for you page. And all these people have, like, I have golden hour. I mean, we still, we still live on the same planet. But, like, yeah. the filter is always so hard to find. Totally. And then when I find them, like, I don't really like it as much. So, you, like, scroll and scroll and scroll. So, I feel like for you, I feel like you, like, in, like, the v something because you like a lighter color so like if you yeah. go around like vibe i think it's some it's called vibe on instagram i think it's like i think <laughs> I, mean, I like yeah i think on tiktok i think i like f1 yeah f, like you like, like the f range yeah i like f1 and then i also like it's in the food category it's like g6 or oh, g7 yeah, or something like yeah. that i love g6. i like putting f1 on and then filming Later. the video and then adding yeah and then adding um g6 or g7 or whatever it is like on after it makes like a really cool oh my gosh i didn't even realize that oh yeah because i I forget that i would only put like um effects after i could finish recording it but not another filter oh wow yeah i didn't even realize like that you could film with a filter and then add another one after by (laughs) accident and i was like wait i kind of like it (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh but i mean tiktok like i feel like if you have a good like on TikTok, this for you page, and someone just checks it, and you have a link to your YouTube and all that stuff. Right, you just like fall in love yeah. with like your Definitely. content and all that stuff. So, yeah, like for me, I I don't really like I'm not a big editor, so I don't have like um, a filter over my videos. But like, it just in my day to day life, like my room and just the clothes that I wear match with this my Instagram account, which is right. like almost exactly. bluish themed with like black and white. So it's like oh. 
like I'm doing this, I'm doing that. So like I feel like it also has a vibe, but it's also like what you personally like at the end of the day. If you don't like what a YouTuber is doing and you're just copying because you're just copying because you want to, just like sit down and ask like what do you like? And for some people they yeah. don't know what they like. Like for me, I don't really have a set style or vibe because I like people who have like a indie look or uh, people who have a minimalistic look and then people who have like a yeah. colorful look so it's like really hard to find your own voice definitely. but like as what do I say oh I said definitely oh yeah like but like I remember how you said like at first of course you're gonna like just be like everyone else but like you're gonna start realizing what you like and that's why like it comes into part like, when you're trying to like engage with the audience on Instagram so yeah, yeah for sure um, so my next question is, how is how important is it having a well-rounded Instagram account? I think it's super important. Um, so Instagram, I think, is like your personality in a way. I mm-hmm. just started talking about this. Um, I was at Playlist a couple weeks back, which if you guys don't know, it's like a YouTube. No, I guess now it's not just YouTube. It's like a social media convention. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about like if you could have one social media that you were really big on, what would it be? And everyone was saying Instagram because it's like the first thing that yeah. you you give to people. Mm-hmm. Um, because so like if you're like out, like if you just met somebody, you're like, oh, follow me on Instagram. Like this is my Instagram. Like that's the first thing they see about you. That kind of shows more of your personality. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's like super important because even if you go from somebody's Instagram or like YouTube or Twitter or something like that to their Instagram, mm-hmm. I kind of see their overall life yeah. a little bit pictures. Yeah. Um, I think having like a well-rounded Instagram is definitely really important. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily need to like have this perfectly flowing feed. I think that we went through a phase where it was like all presets and like everybody yes. had like the same, you know, feed. And I still really enjoy using presets. Yeah. Um, but now for me, it's more about like the content that I'm posting. And as True. long as I like content, it kind of still flows pretty well. It doesn't, they don't need to all exactly look the same. Yeah. Um, but I think that as long as you're like posting consistently and you can kind of um, get a get a feel for what the person is when you look at their Instagram, like that's oh, yeah. like an important thing. Yeah. And I feel like for people, like when you first like, I feel like for people who go on YouTube, you already, like, know how they talk and all that stuff. But for people who go on Instagram, they have, like, kind of, like, a high expectation of, like, how you are as a person. So when they go on the YouTube channel, they're like, uh. And then when they actually like you, they're like, oh, okay. They follow you and become more interactive on your Instagram and your um, YouTube channel. So Yeah, definitely. So my next question is, like, this is more for, like, a creator. So, like, for you, how hard is it to be a creator? Like, personally for you, like, with all the work and balancing your life with it like how hard is it for you yeah it's definitely a struggle a little <laughs> bit um there's like better days um and there's really really good days we're really having fun with it yeah um so I think that I don't know it's just a, like I think that I've learned like over the years that like you have to just create content like when you're feeling it you can't mm-hmm. like force days where, like if I really don't want to film I just don't yeah sit down and film because it's not gonna you're not going to like the content that you're making. True. Um, but overall, I think that because I do enjoy it so much, it's not too difficult. Mm. It's a lot of work, like so, 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 so much work. Yes. Um, but it's also just like I said, so fun. I have so much fun with it. Yeah. Um, but then also being a smaller creator and um, like have having been on YouTube for six years and only having like 30,000 subscribers which is not a small number but also <laughs> there's people who have like 10 million and um 
like that kind of thing or like yeah. Emma Chamberlain who has like a couple million and she's only been on for like a year-ish mm-hmm. so it's like hard sometimes like so there's some days where I'm like why is my content not yeah. growing and um am I not good enough like am I not should I just stop right now do people even care to watch my videos yeah and then I have to like stop and realize like I'm doing this because I like making videos and mm-hmm. like I have plenty of people that are actually watching me and I've had people you know tell me they love watching my videos and like why would I just stop doing yeah. it because I feel like I'm not getting recognition like, you know yeah like, the second that I don't have fun with it anymore, I'm not going to do it, but, like, I'm still having so much fun, so I think yeah. that it makes it a little bit easier, for and sure. I feel like that's what makes influencers, like, a lot of people who do YouTube, and I feel like for me as well, like, just doing, like, podcasting and stuff, you gravitate, mm-hmm. if, you, if you ever go to college, you just gravitate to, like, marketing and advertising, and I feel mm-hmm. like for, like, small YouTubers, like, or just any YouTuber in general, when you ask yourself, like, oh my gosh, where is their videos doing so well, and... Yeah. and then you get to the college scene and like they ask you all this question and he's like oh my gosh this is my field like I know like right. how to like navigate all that stuff and it just comes with being not only a creator but just being someone who has like a business is this you're gonna always have competition and you're always gonna know like you just had to work harder or this yeah. work smarter in some ways yeah so, exactly yeah so with coming a like creator I know it's hard because you had to find content and all that stuff but have you ever like experienced creative block yeah um <laughs> for sure I think that there's some days where I can sit down and like write out a whole entire list of videos mm-hmm. like literally like, 23 video ideas and there's days where I sit down and I'm like I don't like any of these <laughs> <laughs> like what <laughs> and then like the next day I wake up I'm like wait no I love these like let's post them <laughs> um so there's just days where like, I'm just not like in a creative mood or like yeah. I can't even like think of two videos to to do yeah um so I think that it really helps though to like sit down um for me like at the beginning of the month mm-hmm. and plan out a bunch of content so if I am in a rut and I really don't have an idea or like a something that I want to film I have like a backup yeah makes sense for filming yeah Yeah. it makes sense because like for me like it would be sometimes like I'm like oh my gosh like I sit down and I write like 50 ideas and I really use these ideas because it really comes in like handy when I'm like really like confused I'm like Mm -hmm. what is like like I've watched literally everything and like majority of videos on YouTube are like vlogs even the challenges are like vlogs so it's like what is like a different video that will match with my theme or just match mm-hmm. with my YouTube channel or what content will like people like because you also have to think about what people will like and how many clicks you're going to get and like their pres- impression of it so it's just like a lot of work that comes into it like after you think about yeah. the title and this is like oh my gosh and you had to plan it out and outline it and get like materials so it's actually like a lot of work just with one title because you know like the work that comes with doing that video so, yeah yeah definitely so now we're going to get into the good parts i mean because we love being we love creators we love content yeah. creators we love influencers so my question is what is the most rewarding thing about being a creator um i think it is it's like meeting people who you've touched by creating your content yeah um so when i originally started um my channel i was you know struggling with really bad anxiety it's something i still struggle with now but um i was like watching videos to like kind of take my mind off of that and like I also was in a place where I was changing friend groups a little bit like Mm -hmm. I had had a really close group of friends and then they had like a different class schedule than me and they were like the popular girls and I this was kind of not included in that yeah um and that definitely like sparked a little bit more of my anxiety to you know snowball it makes Um, sense yeah yeah um but then I started watching these 
creators and I really related to them and I felt like oh like these are like my older sisters like these uh-huh. are like um people I can like look up to and like I'm inspired by and wow yeah. like I really want to do this YouTube thing like I want to make these videos too and like I think that I found what I enjoyed doing I didn't really mm-hmm. care at that point that I was I had like two friends I was like <laughs> I don't even care I'm having like so much fun with this I love watching these people like it was a yeah. distraction um and so when I was at Playlist a couple of years back, um, I met a girl and she was like, you know, like, I really struggle with anxiety and like, I, I watch your videos to help me get away a little bit. And I was like, whoa, like what? <laughs> I was like, that's exactly like the reason that I started my channel, why I started YouTube. So to know that you somebody that had, yeah, had yeah. impacted somebody in that way, or like I'm able to be the person that these other girls were for me is like such a cool feeling. Yeah. And it's definitely like, on days where I'm like, I don't really want to make videos. I'm like, oh, but I should because there's yeah. a, there's people that I'm helping or hopefully inspiring. Like when I watch JC and I'm like, oh, I like now I want to go like be this ultimate girl boss. I'm mm-hmm. like, I really hope that I can have that impact on other people. Like they want to, yeah, go out and like live their best lives. So that's definitely something that like when I'm when I'm a little bit down, I want to keep going. Yeah, keep that's doing your motivation. The- for sure yeah it'd be like that like I like personally like I love your videos and it just gives me like oh I need something to do or like I need like mm-hmm. get, get my work done when I watch your videos and I feel like oh, even, through, even, <laughs> even through like watching like or listening to this podcast episode I know like some people feel empowered or some people like ask themselves like some tough questions about what they want to do with their Instagram and their YouTube channel so you're, yeah. you are that like you know model or that real model for some people like oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so my last question, I ask this to literally everyone who's ever been on my show, and that is, do you consider yourself an online influencer? Yes. I think that um, being an influencer comes with, like, a weird, like, connotation, because, like, people are like, oh, like, oh you're yeah, an influencer, definitely. they sell, like, fit tees, and I'm like, no, like, there's, like, <laughs> no, that's not it. So I guess you could call it, like, digital creator, people have been saying, like, content creator, Yeah. but I think that, like, even though it has, it's become a weird, like word where it comes like with a little bit of a negative connotation I think it's really not I think like being an influencer is such a cool thing because you know and I think anybody can be an influencer as well like you are influencing people to you know go out and like live their best lives and like be a girl boss or Mm -hmm. you're influencing them to like buy this shirt that you post on your story or um you know just like that kind of thing so yeah, yeah I think that I'm an influencer. I think that you're an influencer. Um, you know, like I think that it's like anybody can be influenced. An influencer, and, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that I, I think that I could say that I'm yeah. an influencer. Um, and I think it's fun. I like. I think it's like a cool thing to be able to say that. I don't think that it should be um, a negative, negative thing. Yeah, it's only like the mainstream YouTubers. Some with just like drama has just like tainted the word. But like, yeah, I think not. that people have have like you can be an influencer and not be like oh, i'm promoting all of these like yeah. you don't need to be a money hungry influencer like, that's yeah always i feel yeah. like that's what people think what influencers like someone like you have like for you to be an influencer you have to have like a product that you're like promoting right. and stuff but honestly like i'm helping girls who want to be the bosses but boss babes of their life so like me helping you or um asking you questions will help someone else so i'm like i'm influencing totally. you to like work harder so it's like it doesn't have to be materialistic things. It can be just, like, life skills and just things that you can use exactly. on a day-to-day basis. So Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I want to say thank you so much for being on this podcast. You guys have no thank idea, you. like, the amount of work came into this because it's, like, technical <laughs> difficulties and stuff. But, like, thank you so much. I'm so happy that you're here and you're on the podcast. And people can come back in, like, a year's time and still 
listen to your episode and it's just like cool and all that stuff yeah so i'm really yes i'm really happy about that you guys should really check her youtube channel and her instagram which will be in the show notes because i know you guys will want to see her content like her content is just it like yes so um i would love you guys to check that out and make sure to like up this um podcast rate this podcast episode as well and i'll see you guys next week friday love you guys bye